Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. We're going to uh, get cracking right away. We have three interviews uh, to bring you back to back to back, uh, and then we'll open the phone lines for you. We're going to start with the uh, baseball regional here uh, that the Gators are hosting starting tomorrow. The Gators will play Central Michigan. Their baseball coach, Jordan Bischel, now joins us. Coach, thank you for making time. I know you have a lot to do. Thank you for doing this. Okay, Gator fan walks in the ballpark, coach, and sees your team. Talk about your team. Describe what your team has done and how you got here. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Sure. I appreciate it. You know, we, uh, we're we a pretty energetic, pretty scrappy group, uh, probably about what you'd expect from uh, from kind of that northern mid-major. I think our guys play really hard. Um, I think we're pretty well-rounded. Uh, we can run the bases well. We bunt the ball pretty well. Uh, swing the bats all right. Um, but more than anything, I think it's a group that expects success. Obviously, we've had a nice little run here the last four years. Um, have our hands full of Florida, obviously. Pretty darn tough competition. But our guys have been in these situations for a few years now, so they'll be they'll be ready to play. Uh, if Andrew Taylor is going to go on the bump for you, uh, what will fans see with him? Yeah, you know, he, he competes. He, he's going to get the ball in the strike zone. He doesn't walk a lot of guys, uh, throws a lot of fastballs, not overpowering, but locates it well and it plays well. Uh, has some real upside. Uh, should be in the top four or five rounds of that draft here next month. And uh, he's a guy that goes out and attacks the strike zone. You know, your your program has been in. You went to Notre Dame. You won a couple of games there. You went to Starkville in a regional. You won a game there. Does that experience help when you come to this regional? Yeah, obviously there's been some turnover with that roster, but there are quite a few guys that uh, at least last year played and won some games. Um, again, you're going to have your hands full of Florida. Awfully good program, awfully good team, but um, I don't think our eyes will be so open that you know the moment grabs us. If we get beat, it's going to be because we're playing a great opponent, not because we're scared of the situation, and I think that does help a little bit. Coach, you're swinging it. You're hitting 297 as a team. Uh, tell me about your offensive uh, club. Yeah, it's really gotten better as the year's gone. Um, you know, we hit in the snow here in March when we're playing up in Michigan. There's some ugly days, and our, our field is not an easy place to hit. It's a big yard. The wind blows in a lot. Um, but it's really improved as we've went. Some of the young guys that uh, that that were pretty inexperienced early keep getting better, and, and that depth in the lineup is starting to show up. We, we're strong at the top. Our leadoff hitter, Mario Camaletti, is, is one of the better guys out there at getting on base. And, and then there's a little bit of thump in the middle that can help draw some runs in. You know, one of the things that I think is that's great about a regional here, uh, with all the videotape now that's available because games are on television, is it a little bit easier now to scout teams, Coach, than it used to be? Yeah, it, you know, it's actually for us changed a lot even the last three years uh, with what we have access to. And, and that's easier and nicer, but the downside is I, I don't get to sleep anymore because you have access <laughs> to so much more stuff. You feel obligated to look at it, right? Yeah. Um, when, when you look, uh, you mentioned about Florida having your hands full. Um, when, when you look at the team specifically, what are some things that you see with the skater team? You know, uh, obviously, uh, starter we're going to see Sprout is uh, that's a that's a heavy, heavy fastball. Uh, hard to even hit the ball in the air against him. He may not strike out a lot of guys, but um, mid to upper nineties with run and, and sink is uh, that's pretty tough. 
Um, so obviously he's a high prospect for a reason. And then there's a ton of thump at the top of that order, a hundred plus home runs. Uh, that's what we hit in four years, not in one year up at central Michigan. So we're going to have to keep it in the park. Uh, hitters are going to have to stay short with swings and get the ball moved. Um, I, I think those are a couple of things that jump out right away. Obviously coach O'Sullivan does just a, just a, a great job. Um, when you were, when you go into a weekend series, you know, you have a rotation that's set. Does that stick here? Does it depend who you play outcome of a game? Does that change any with a regional now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got kind of some interchangeable parts in terms of start versus relieve. And, uh, I think, you know, we'll have our top two starters, uh, Andrew Taylor and Jordan Patty lined up, but unlike a conference weekend, I think for us, uh, and I think every team does it differently, but for us, after that, it's kind of all hands on deck. Whoever that we think can can help us win tomorrow, we'll throw out there, and then there's enough depth that if we have to juggle things a little later in the weekend, we can do that. When you came to the regional and you saw that, I mean, I think this is a pretty, if you look at the rest of the regionals in the country, this is a pretty strong regional here. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Uh, you know, Florida, obviously, on an annual basis, is one of the top five or ten programs in the country. Uh, and number one, more more years than not, it feels like, at some point. And then Oklahoma's playing as well as anybody right now. Uh, I think a lot of people believe they should have been in the, uh, a host site. And Liberty came in here um, and had some success earlier and is a really well-coached uh, non-Power 5 team that, that's beaten some high-level competition. So really a uh, pretty... Uh, pretty tough field i think and, and we're probably the underdogs in it but at the same time i think if you ask a lot of coaches one of the four seeds you would want to avoid i, I think we'd be on that list let me end with this coach i i went when, when the field was first announced i, I went to the, to your website and um i saw something that that jordan patty had said because you know he he was there before you and your staff got there and he he quotes and he says they just let us play let us have fun and that's one thing that's helped turn this program around. Is that something that you preach a lot with your kids? It, it really is. You know, obviously we work hard. Uh, behind the scenes, there's a lot of time getting put in. They, they spend a lot of time in the weight room, on the field, in the classroom. It's, it's busy, and I think college, Division One college athletes especially get a lot of pressure put on them. And so we really preach that when we get to game day, you're 18 to 22, you're playing a game. Uh, let's not take ourselves too seriously. And, and so you will see a team that – is loose, has a lot of fun, has a lot of energy, and we encourage that. We're not going to show anybody up, or we're not going to talk trash to anybody, but we're going to have some fun on the field. Okay. Well, it's going to all start tomorrow when the Chippewas will take on the Gators and head coach Jordan Bischel uh, has been glad to join us here. We're glad to have him here, too. So, Coach, thank you for taking the time, and uh, we'll see what happens over the weekend. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. Have a great day. Thanks for making time, Coach. Thank you. Jordan Bischel, uh, the head coach of the Chippewas of Central Michigan. They'll, they'll be, they are fun to watch. And I do not – look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to win this regional. But I will say this. Um, from talking to some people, um, they're not going to be intimidated playing here. And neither is Liberty. Liberty's already won a series here. And because of their – you know, previous experience, Central Michigan's in playing in regionals at Notre Dame, at Starkville, um, you know, they're they're going to be ready to play. And I, I do think this is a tough regional for Florida. Um, but we shall see. And matter of fact, Kyle Peterson is going to join us next um, from ESPN to talk about this regional and about the regional field as well. I'm also going to bring up something today. Uh, that, I, that I find fascinating. Uh, as many of you know, 
Um, golf is a game that's eluded me. I didn't play it as a kid. I didn't have a lot of money growing up, so you know I couldn't afford to go play golf. And I only picked up the game you know, when I got into this business, and now I'm not embarrassed to play, but I'm certainly not going to shoot 75. Uh, if I shoot you know, 90, I'm pretty happy. But with all the talk going on about NIL, um, about athletes getting paid, look what's happening on the PGA Tour. Look what Dustin Johnson uh, and others are doing playing in a tournament uh, overseas that is funded by the Saudis and one person in particular who, according to intelligence services and media reports, bankrolled the killing of that Washington Post reporter over there a few years ago. And these golfers are playing in that tournament. One, Dustin Johnson, back in February, pledged his allegiance, if you will, to the PGA. This week, the RBC Classic is played, and he's not going to play in that, and instead will play overseas. Well, RBC was a sponsor of his, and they dropped him. If you have a thought about that, we'll uh, talk about that with you today as well. 1212 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Kyle Peterson from ESPN will be with us next, talking about this NCAA baseball regional field, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm DJ McCaffrey. Gator Softball is in Oklahoma City for their first game in the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State at 7 p.m., and you can catch the action right here. Game 1 of the NBA Finals is tonight. Former Gators Chris Gioza and Al Horford are appearing in their first NBA Finals. Tip-off is at 9 p.m. Gator Baseball is hosting for the NCAA Regionals. They face off against Central Michigan in the first round tomorrow at 6.30. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers look to take a 2 lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. Puck drop is at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. Thanks for listening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Hey everyone, I'm Ron Darling. And I'm Jimmy Rollins. The official baseball rulebook is full of all sorts of strange rules. But the unwritten rulebook is even weirder. We each come from different eras, and we each were taught to play the game in different ways. In this new podcast series, we're going to break down all of the unwritten rules that govern the game, from throwing out a batter to stealing bases during a blowout. Check out Unwritten from Odyssey and MLB. New episodes start June 1st. Find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym, it was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352 352- 400-4550. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for Details. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. By the way, uh, Gators softball, of course, going to be playing in the College World Series. Kyle Crooks, the voice of Gators softball, will join us at the bottom of the hour. Um, And by the way, congratulations to um, Skylar Wallace, who was named a second team all-American, and several Gators also making uh, the Gold Glove Award winners. Uh, Hannah Adams is there, so congratulations to her uh, on making that team. So pretty cool stuff. But we're going to keep talking baseball. Regionals opening up all around the country a guy who is as dialed in as anybody to all of this is a guy you see all the time on the SEC Network on ESPN, either in the booth or uh, around a table discussing uh, college baseball. Kyle Peterson, KP, now joins us. Kyle, thank you for doing this. Uh, you've had a few days to sort of marinate over these regionals here. As you look at them, give me the two or three you think that are the toughest around the country. Oh, I'm driving, so I may need you. Oh. A bit, but, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you this: Florida is, is is definitely one, and I thought it was right away. Um, I mean, obviously, 
Florida second half of the season was a very different team than I think they were the first half of the year. So they come in um, deserving of a host spot. I thought Oklahoma was deserving of a host spot. Um, and I thought of going into the Big 12 tournament. Obviously, they I mean they won the Big 12 tournament, so that makes a resume look a little bit better. But um, it's, uh, it's a team that's really good. I had them a few times this year, and, and there's pieces there that make you think that uh, honestly, if they can make a run to Omaha, and then Liberty. I mean, you know, Florida is very aware of Liberty. They they came down there and played them right away and, and took two out of three. So I, I think you stack those three, and Florida's is, is definitely one of the toughest ones out there for me. You know, you look at uh, some of the other ones, uh, Kyle, in, in the SEC. Um, Hattiesburg is interesting to me with Southern Miss and LSU there. LSU hits so well but has trouble pitching. Um, what do you think of LSU's chances there against a really good Southern Miss team? You know, I actually like LSU's bullpen, and I think it'll be interesting to see how they use it during the course of, of the postseason and, and if that allows them to make a run because their start, Mikhail Hilliard was, was a lifesaver for them this year. I mean, really without him, I, there's not a lot of continuity in that starting rotation. But if they can figure out a way to mix and match the bullpen and, and really get, um, and I know that, I mean, this is kind of the way Mississippi State did it about seven or eight years ago, but get their biggest innings from their bullpen, I think LSU's got a real chance because they're going to swing it. They should be healthy this weekend. They were without two of their main guys last weekend. But um, I think that from a draw standpoint, it's probably a draw that LSU liked. And I think that LSU is really dangerous right now. You know, when you look at Tennessee, uh, KP in the dominant season it had, you know, you look at something you say as a, you know going forward here. Do you go Tennessee or the field? I always lean to the field because I don't care if you're the top seed. It's very difficult to win the whole thing. But how good do you think Tennessee is? Are they the team to beat? Well, Tennessee's as good a college baseball team as I've ever seen. Wow. So, uh, wow. And I mean, you, they're you know. I, the best, I mean, whatever, you can probably make a list of 10, but they're as good as I've ever seen. Um, and it's it's a variety of things. Like, when I mean, they lead the country in ERA, they lead the country in home runs. I don't know that that's ever happened in the history of our game. Um, they've hit 141 home runs. They've allowed 141 earned runs over the course of the season. That's an absurd stat. Um, they really defend. I mean, when you look at their defensive numbers, the defensive numbers are good. They can run. They don't catch. They don't throw great from behind the plate. I think Evan Russell's done a really good job of turning himself into a catcher. He had never caught before this year, right? Um, and that's been one of the keys to Tennessee, I think, because it it just finalized their lineup and and obviously top to bottom they can they can hurt you. I think. I mean, they're going to have a guy sitting on the bench with double digit home runs, and the next one that Gilbert hits would mean that eight of the nine in that lineup would have double digit home runs. It, it just I, I don't know where there is a weakness, honestly. And for that, I you know, it's hard to pick in a 60-14 tournament one team and, and give everybody else. But if there was a year to do it, this is probably it. Interesting. Um, the Clemson job is open. And, of course, Kevin O'Sullivan's name comes up because he coached at one point at Clemson. Is that still a good job, Kyle? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great job. Um, there's a ton of baseball history there. From a fan base standpoint, I mean, you have a fan base that you know is 
is going to support you. Um, it's a great league. It's a great area to recruit. Yeah, I, I think it's a phenomenal job. I, I, I you know, I, I, I'd be shocked if, if Sully has real interest in it. But right. for those around the country, um, I think there'll be a, a giant amount of interest. And honestly, I mean, from what I've kind of heard through the grapevine, they're going to pay. And if, if they're going to pay, I think that you'll see a big name that will end up in Clemson. Wow. Kyle Peterson, our guest here, uh, talking about uh, the NCAA regionals coming up. Uh, the other couple of schools I wanted to talk about, Kyle, I, I was at the SEC tournament and you know saw firsthand Arkansas, saw firsthand Vanderbilt, as good as they have been, by their standards, they have struggled. Vanderbilt has a hard time pitching. Did you see that coming with that with this group? Um, no, I don't know. I mean, you never know what the new guys are going to be. That's true. And and and. I mean, Holton's been their best the whole year, a freshman. So I would say historically, when you look at Vanderbilt, pretty much anywhere, but especially Vanderbilt, if if your most reliable starter and pitcher is a freshman, it's usually not going to be a great pitching year. And, and that's what it's been for Vandy. I mean, he's really, I think, the one starter that they trust the most right now. That's probably the biggest surprise to me. I mean, historically – kind of like Florida. I mean, Vanderbilt's just going to roll arm after arm after arm out. And there's, there's still arms, and there's still enough arms that you know, I don't know that it would shock anybody if they go win back-to-back weekends and end up in Omaha again. But it is definitely not one of the best pitching staffs from a number standpoint that Vanderbilt has had. I, I do kind of like their offense. They, they looked weird in Hoover. <laughs> um, I, I've never – it just I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, there was no fire when they got knocked out. They they made more mental and physical mistakes than you're used to seeing a Vanderbilt team make. And, and I, I would suspect that that gets cleaned up because that's not really Corpse's style. Um, but still, it, it's it's a different Vanderbilt team than we're used to seeing. I, I would absolutely say that. With Arkansas, I, I think Arkansas has got a chance to go on a run because I do kind of like their – I do like their arms. Um, they've got – guys in the bullpen that, that can come in and get a bunch of swing and miss. And they got a really veteran lineup. Now, that veteran lineup hasn't been great this year, which I, I don't really know why. I think they've underachieved from an offensive standpoint. But all those things considered, it's a brand-new start. They're going to Stillwater, which is, you know, a place that I don't think they're going to be – they're not going to be wild by any environment, but they're not going far, and their fans are probably going to travel. Um, Arkansas is one for me to watch because I, I, I think they're due to get hot. All right, I'm going to end with two quick things here. Um, the Auburn Regional, you know, we see Florida State all the time, and, and Gator fans never get to see their best arms because of the way the series is played. They were supposedly one of the last four teams in, but their starters, Kyle, are really good. What chance do you give Florida State in the Auburn Regional? Well, it's got, it's got to go through their arms um, because it, it just – it doesn't appear that it's going to go through their offense. They have not been a good offensive team this year, um, but they've really pitched it. And obviously, Messick is as good as anybody in the country. I think he's fourth or fifth in strikeouts. That's a regional that I'll have. So, in fact, I just pulled in Auburn right now. But wow. um, I, for for me, uh, I don't think there's enough offense. But if there is, like, I don't think Florida State's going to go win games here ten to nine. 
it, it just doesn't feel like that kind of team. If they're going to win, it, it feels like they're going to have to win four or three games. And, and, and it, this has just been such a – it's been a significantly more offensive year than we've seen in years past. And I, I think it's even tougher for that reason to run through on pitching alone, which is really what Florida State's going to have to stand on. Last thing, I, you don't have this in front of you, so I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. When you looked at the regionals, outside of the first couple of seeds, you know, for example, Oregon State, Vanderbilt, or Oklahoma State, Arkansas, is there a sleeper team, a Grand Canyon, you know, a San Diego maybe that you like that could make noise if everything went right? I like Gonzaga. Oh, okay. Um, I like their arms a lot. I know they. I mean, they got to travel a long ways. That's a. I don't think there's too many Spokane to Virginia Tech direct flights, but um, <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that they have the arms, and I think they've played the schedule to where um, I, I think they're going to match up with anybody. And, and you know, Gonzaga went in and swept Oklahoma State, and they did it. If you go back and look at the games, I mean, they did it because they just flat out pitched them. And there's not a lot of people that go to Oklahoma State and sweep them, but there's also not a lot of people this year that are going to shut that offense down. So that, I mean, there's plenty of other things to like with Gonzaga, but the, the thing that I like the most is the arms, and I think those arms, and there's a lot of swing and miss in those arms, uh, I, I think it gives them a legitimate chance to come out of that one. Okay. Well, Kyle's got the, uh, the Auburn Regional just pulled in there, so glad you got there safely, Kyle. Thank you for making the time. I know you're busy. I really appreciate you doing it. All right, man, I'll go. See you. Okay, thanks, Kyle. KP, Kyle Peterson uh, joining us here. Let me just tell you, the team that he picked, Gonzaga, is going to beat Virginia Tech. They're going to win that regional, in my opinion. And that's who Florida is matched up with. I, I agree with his assessment 100%. I think Gonzaga has the pitching to knock off Virginia Tech. But we shall see. 1228 time check brought to you by Hayes Chilloway. Gators softball, another college World Series. Kyle Crooks, who is the radio voice of Gators softball, will join us next to talk about the Gator chances. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks, like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers. 
voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okita America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okito America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, or find out more at okitoamerica.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies today and hot temperatures, highs in the low 90s, will have a very low chance for a brief and passing shower later on this afternoon into the evening. Tonight, mostly clear skies, areas of patchy fog popping up tomorrow morning, especially along the I-10 corridor, also closer to the St. Johns River, lows near 70. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Bart Scott is an entertainer. Let me tell you something. It's one of the reasons that radio show is entertaining. Bart's is twice the size of mine. And it's up to his neck. High booty. Well, that's good, though, for an athlete. No, I don't know who told you that. I, I remember us having to tell one of our teammates, say, man, you need to go You need to go get surgery, dog. <laughs> you, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you're going the wrong direction. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Gators, the Beavers, the Women's College World Series. Coverage starts tonight at 6.50 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Well, you just heard Gator softball coverage here tonight. Uh, that they take on a very unique uh, Oregon State team. And uh, Kyle Crooks has done a lot, a vast majority of the Gators softball games this year and for many years. And he now joins us, also one of my baseball partners for a few games. Kyle, how's Oklahoma City, man? 
Yes, David. Actually, yesterday was kind of rainy. We got to the ballpark for media day, and the tarp was on the field. And it's actually kind of cold today. I don't remember. Wow. I've been here, Steve. This is my third time to Oklahoma City. Now, cold, you know, we're talking 60s. You know, I've obviously been living in Gainesville the last five years, so you compare it to that. But there's a little bit of a chill in the air as opposed to what you'd expect in Oklahoma City in, in June. But it's uh, it's a little rainy. They just got underway with Texas and UCLA, and the place is already packed. So it's excited. We're getting ready to go soon here. Boy, that is I, – I, I can tell you all the times I was there, Kyle, chill in the air was never in the vocabulary. <laughs> Enjoy that. That is a rarity. Um, look, you, you've seen this team all year, and – I don't know how to describe it. Maybe you have a word because it's been up and down, but yet they maybe Tim did his best coaching job this year. But as you assess the year and what Tim did, was this his best coaching job, Kyle? Yeah, I think uh, 2019, you look at a team that I think offensively was near the bottom third in the league and found a way to get to the Women's College World Series. I would say probably 2019 was his best coaching job. But, Steve, I think the difference with this team and that team is this group is so incredibly young in key spots. You look at players like Kendra Falby, uh, Reagan Walsh in their freshman year, Katie Kistler, who was a part of this team last year, but was just a pinch runner, and she's one of their best hitters against top competition. Sam Rose, a freshman who's the everyday player behind home plate. Avery Gell's just in her second year. I think if you look at just how this team is constructed now, you're seeing a lot of the younger players who now have had more experience, have had more experience in big games. And at this point in the year, you almost treat your freshmen like sophomores because they've already seen just about everything. You've seen every type of pitcher. You've already played uh, 20 or 24 games in the SEC and, and a full rigorous conference schedule. So I think these freshmen are starting to hit their stride and, um, you look at the, the numbers all year, Steve. Uh, you know, Florida, while they've struggled with runners in scoring position, they've been near top 20 throughout the year in, in total hits. So it's a team that has hit, but they just haven't hit with runners in scoring position. And that's been, you watched the last two games of that Virginia Tech series. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a display of what Florida did in those last two games, especially with situational swing. It's just a team right now that's, that's fine in its groove, and I think part of it is Tim Walton knows how to press the right buttons, make the right maneuvers in these types of games because he's been in a lot of them. As you prepped for Oregon State, um, Coach Berg's been there, I think, nine, ten years. And what struck me, Kyle, they've never had a winning record in their conference. And yet, you know, here they are. When you look at this Oregon State team, if for fans who are listening, what do you see with them? Yeah, so they have two All-Americans. Uh, Mariah Mazin is their All-American pitcher, and I talked to Coach Walton yesterday, and he had compared her to Keely Rochard of Virginia Tech, saying that Rochard was a better pitcher, but Mazin works a lot more quadrants of the zone. The big key tonight for Florida is they're not they, – they just can't chase. Oregon State is a team that relies heavily on their pitchers. They're eighth in the country, and – total strikeouts there. You look at their ERA coming into tonight. They're eighth in the country in ERA, 10th in shutouts, fifth in strikeout to walk. So this is a team that relies heavily on their offense. And even throughout postseason play, they've won five straight games. They still haven't hit the ball very well. And you mentioned their struggles in Pac-12 play. They were only 9-15 and in the conference this year, but uh, they only hit 225 in their conference. They only hit – 
274 as a team as opposed to the Gators who hit 317. Uh, it's a group that really struggles to manufacture runs. So if you start Hightower, if you start Delbray, whoever Coach Walton decides to go with, you just can't issue the free passes that we saw in, in the Supers. And we've seen throughout this season from the skater pitching staff, which is, you know, finished the year 11th in the SEC in walks. You just usually don't see that with Coach Walton pitching staff. So if you don't offer up free passes, you force them to, to beat you offensively and you find a way to scratch some runs across with runners in scoring position, I, I don't see how Florida doesn't win this game. But, again, you know we've seen Florida at times come out flat to, to start uh, games, but that hasn't been the case of late. And you just want to get an early lead, Steve. If you get an early 3 nothing lead or whatever, I just don't know if Oregon State has enough offense to get back in a game. Is Oklahoma, I mean, on paper, their numbers are ridiculous. Are they the prohibitive favorites? They, they've got to be, don't they, Kyle? Yeah, it's not even really close. Um, I mean, and, and they're playing the home field advantage deal, too, for them. It, it, a lot of people like to downplay it. I, I don't think it's mutually exclusive in terms of, you know, the, the World Series being in Oklahoma City and it's a rightful place for this event to be because it has a great facility and a great ballpark and it not being an extreme home field advantage for Oklahoma. But that aside, Oklahoma is the best team. They have the, the top home run hitter in the history of the sport and Jocelyn Allo, they just continued to um, reload in terms of the talent that they've had. And in their pitching staff, they shut out UCF. They know hit UCF, who was one of those teams that was one of those hot commodities coming into regional play and, and hosted for the first time this year. And, and UCF just didn't really have a chance. And uh, the good thing, Steve, about Florida and what their chances are and prospects of moving on in this tournament if the Gators win the first two games, you're, you're steering clear of Oklahoma right now because you're on opposite sides of the bracket. You lose tonight, all of a sudden you're flipping sides of the bracket and all bets are off. But the good thing for Florida is they can get to the championship series without having to play Oklahoma, which obviously is, is a big deal. But you look at the teams in this tournament, three teams that are not national seeds, which is unheard of, yes. I think, in baseball and softball. Um, so it's, it's anybody's game, but I, I think uh, playing for second right now is, is the public perception in this tournament. Um, but we, we saw last year, Steve, uh, Oklahoma lost to James Madison, the yep. first game of, of the World Series, and James Madison was an unseeded team. So we'll see if some unexpected things happen in this tournament, but I would say uh, undoubtedly Oklahoma is the favorite. All right, give yourself a plug here. Uh, uh, tell folks where they can listen tonight and then what the scenario is uh, for games uh, after this. Yeah, so you can listen tonight, 6.50 p.m. Eastern time. Still getting used to the time change here. We're, <laughs> we're an hour behind Eastern time. But you can listen uh, on ESPN, WRUF, right here on the station. You can listen online. We're actually, if you have satellite radio in your car, you should be able to get us on Sirius XM Channel 84. Uh, also, we like people when they tweet at us during the game as well. But uh, you look at the bracket right now so we florida would have the winner of oklahoma state in arizona if the gators win tonight the gators would be favored to win tonight against an unseeded oregon state team you'd have oh the winner of oklahoma state or arizona saturday at seven o'clock if you lose though you you have to come back tomorrow play at 9 30 and play the loser of oklahoma state in arizona so what you're playing for tonight is obviously a, a one nothing one and oh start to to world series play but you also don't want to come back and have to play tomorrow night into the into the wee hours starting at 9 30 eastern so 
Uh, but if the Gators, the, the key, Steve, to this, and as you know, you, you want to start out 2-0. If you win those first two games, it's really a, an uphill climb for the opponent to try and knock you out from getting to the, the championship series, which this whole tournament has been extended now. It's extended out through June 10th, so there's some extra days off. But the Gators, which they have a good shot of maybe going 2-0, and and you feel like we've that Florida's hit their stride. It seems that that's the case. But if you, if you win those first two games, the Gators are looking good to try and get to a championship series and, again, dodge Oklahoma as well. Okay. Kyle, appreciate your time, man. Enjoy it. <clears throat> Have fun. And uh, we'll see how the Gators do. Thank you for doing it. All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you, it. You got it, Kyle. Kyle Crooks, voice of Gators softball, as uh, they get set to open things up uh, in the College World Series. All right. Uh, the rest of the day, it'll be us. So phone numbers to call, or phone number to call, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Patrick says, who do you like in the French Open semis tomorrow? Uh, Rafa is who I like. Uh, and he says, if I was starting a team today, I had three people to pick from in baseball, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, or Tatis, who would you pick and why? Uh, I would pick Tatis just because of youth. But if you're saying today, like right now, Aaron Judge, right now. But if you're saying, you know, start a team and look ahead, uh, I would go to Tease. But you can't go wrong <clears throat> with any of those. Jeez, Mike Trout's not been healthy, and you want to make sure of that. But his numbers speak for themselves. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm DJ McCatherine. Gator softball is in Oklahoma City for their first game in the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State at 7 p.m. and you can catch the action right here. Gator baseball is hosting for the NCAA Regionals. They face off against Central Michigan in the first round tomorrow at 6.30 and you can also catch that game right here. Game 1 of the NBA Finals is on tonight. Former Gators Chris Gioza and Al Horford are playing in their first NBA Finals, and you can catch the tip-off at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers look to take a 2-0 lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. The puck drop is at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. Thanks for listening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're thinking about selling your home, you, you think about what the right time would be to do it. Well, you're not alone. Most of us think that when we're going to sell the home, right? What's the best time to do it? Selling is the easy part. Finding your next home can be more difficult. I know you can talk about it, look at it, but I'm telling you, the person and the one realtor I trust and highly recommend for all of this, Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any agent? Scott's got a proven 18-year track record and expertise to help you sell and buy your next home. His name is his promise, your home sold guaranteed realty. He has guarantees and thousands of exclusive buyers in his database that create higher demand, multiple offers that take the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets his sellers almost 3% more money when compared to other agents. So call Scott today to find out more. 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or Caldwell has the buyers, 
DaveRay'sAutomotive.com. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one, so you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? <sighs> all blocked, thanks to advanced security, included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. Let's get real about COVID. We want it to be over. Some folks are like, it's over. But it's not. And two years in, our community is still hit harder. So we can't take our eyes off the ball. We need to talk about getting everyone vaccinated or boosted and let our friends know there are treatments for people who test positive. We've come a long way, but we have to keep our head in the game. Go to covid-resources.org or call 877-904-5097. The Gators, the Jips, the Gainesville Baseball Regional. Coverage starts Friday night at 625, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Very uh, timely from Billy Napier because they, the Gators have officially announced the transfer of wide receiver Ricky Pearsall uh, from Arizona State. And, of course, he led um, Herm Edwards, who's been a guest here many times when he worked for ESPN, the coach there. Um, so I believe that is six transfers now that Florida has gotten. 
Montrell Johnson, Jack Miller, uh, Osiris Torrance, etc. Uh, last year, he was a junior at Arizona State. Let's get some calls. By the way, get on the mic. I, you're not a new producer, but get on the mic and reintroduce. It's been a while since you've been here. So tell folks who you are. I always want to give props to my producers here. So This is Parker. Yeah. All right. On the all right. mic. All right. Thank you, Parker. I want to, it's been, been a while since you've been here, so I want people to get back with you here. All right. We'll take your calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says, NC State freshman Tommy White who broke the all-time freshman home run record with 27, has entered the transfer portal. Yeah, rather stunningly. He's from St. Pete. D1 Baseball's Kendall Rogers reports he could be looking to move to a school in his native state. Fingers crossed for the Gators. Um, I saw that. Um, I've also seen indications of Florida State with him, but don't know that. Um, and remember, part of this is he, he he's played third base he, he's played different but but where do, if you're going to transfer you want to transfer to a place you're going to play right so let me just throw this out if it's left field well you got Y Langford there right? you're you know could could you play another position could he play but that that's part of what you have to look for in terms of the transfer portal and what you know somebody might be able to do. Uh, I hope there are golfers out there um, who will talk about what I spoke of before. I just, I wonder what people think. I will tell you, the, the money part doesn't bother me at all. Do I have a problem with going to a tournament that is bankrolled, allegedly, by somebody who engineered a killing of a reporter, that that bothers me. But the money doesn't. Look, I don't care what we do. You do it for money. You have to eat. Parker, I'm sure, right now would like to be out somewhere, maybe going to Dick Mondell's eating lunch. But Parker's working. He's making money. Okay? So that's that's what this is here. And that's not – I don't blame anybody for that. What I do blame Dustin Johnson for, though, is, you know, coming out and saying, oh, you know, back in February, I'm all in with the PGA and then doing this. That that – Part of it, you know, I, I, I get. Also, if you want to pick uh, who's going to win the NBA Finals, as if anybody cares around here, because they don't, most don't. But let me know. There's also some afternoon baseball today. We will get you out to Tampa Bay and Texas right after we're done. You'll hear that live here at 2 o'clock. The Angels play the Yankees this afternoon. That game was rained out last night. And uh, Minnesota is playing Detroit. And Alex Fiedo, the former Gator, is pitching for the Tigers in that game. He's one and two, but his ERA is good, and even three. 27 innings. He's only walked eight. Struck out 16. 
given up three homers. So since his call-up, he's done a good job. And I got to say, New York Rangers. Now, I'm not getting too excited. Remember what Toronto did to the Lightning in game one of that series? And talking to a couple of ESPN hockey guys today, just off air, here's what both of them said independent of the other. They said, game two will will tell us how much uh, real momentum that the Rangers have, uh, or was it a matter of just being rusty for Tampa Bay having not played in a while? I think that as a legitimate, and then, you know, the Rangers had all that adrenaline from, you know, winning their series. So I, I think now if there was rust, there won't be rust, and there won't be that adrenaline carryover from the Rangers' victory over Carolina. This should get much more interesting. Um, we will see. And I am doing my level best to get Mark Messier here. First of all, that'd be a bucket list thing for me, you know, being part of that 94 Rangers team. But he's also working for ESPN. So trying, we're trying. All right, we'll get a call, uh, call to uh, end the hour here. It'll be from Steve. Steve, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I don't get a chance to listen to the shows all the time, but you may have talked about this. But, you know, in just about every sport, with maybe the exception of football, the, the, the biggest factor, in my opinion, to your success is peaking at the right time. You know, trying to get the team to play its best at the end of the season. And it looks like that's what um, Sully and, <clears throat> and, and Tim have done with their teams. Um, well, y- yes. And I guess it – because remember, when Florida played that last weekend here where they played Florida Gulf Coast and – you know, they, they didn't look particularly good then, but, you know, well, SEC they tournament. Three out of four. Yeah, but they didn't score a lot of runs, and they lost, you know, a game to Gulf Coast, I think. But yeah. they got right in the SEC tournament, and from there, even though they didn't win the tournament, you know, played well. But, yeah, right. part of it is playing well at the end, no guarantee of anything, but I know this, I'd rather – have a team go in there that's been playing well as a team that has not. I'm with you there. And with the baseball team, at least, um, it's. I think it has a lot to do with the schedule because we played our toughest games early in the year, and then, you know, the last part of the season was relatively easier. So that helped us, I think. It did? You know, gain some momentum. It did, and that's going to be the key, right? How much of this run – has been the Gators playing better, which I think they are, or you know how much of it is attributed to playing the weaker sisters of the league? Yeah, but I tell you, Alabama was hot in the tournament, and, uh, and of course Arkansas, and you know, and so they, they I think they maintained it uh, throughout that. <clears throat> so um, 
isn't this Liberty that's in the regional, aren't they the ones that beat us two out of three in the first series of the year? Correct. Yeah. So I'm sure they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be taking them lightly. No. Them. Look, I, I will tell you this. I, I, I'm hoping Sully will be here tomorrow. Uh, he's actually doing a press conference as we speak. I, I promise you he will tell you they're, they're not overlooking anybody, and that's coach speak, Steve. But in this regional, yeah. you're, you're not, you can't because Liberty's already proven they can come in here and win. Central Michigan has a couple of really good arms. The, the arm they're going to throw tomorrow is good. And Oklahoma is playing really well right now, and some feel – they should have been a one seed. So, no. yeah, they won't take anything or anybody for granted. Then where would we go uh, if we won that? Uh, Virginia Tech, if they win, because Gonzaga is in their regional, and I think Gonzaga has a great chance to beat Virginia Tech. Wow. All right. It's going to be some exciting uh, baseball and softball coming up. Yep, you would think so. Steve, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that's if, if, if the chalk holds and Florida wins and Virginia Tech wins, Florida will be in Blacksburg next weekend. Um, but, you know, if, if, if Gonzaga wins, I believe I'm right. That would be here. I think. I think. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. We want to hear from you in Talk Sports, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. At Lubsack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth tech system featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com. Designed for life furniture. 
Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Our two-up sports scene for this Thursday commences now. Welcome. Parker producing today. We will take your phone calls, I hope, and talk sports with you for the balance of the hour. We will then take you out for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. They'll take on the Texas Rangers. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. That will get the job done. Lots we can talk about uh, today. This is interesting. Did you see that uh, golf match with Brady and Rodgers and all that? Um, Jenna Lane, who covers the Bucks for ESPN.com, uh, Tom Brady, speaking publicly since his retirement, said that he felt pressure to end his retirement because of free agency. Uh, he says at this stage it's like 55% yes and 45% no. It's not 100 to 0. He said... It's not that I'm not 100% committed. It's just as soon as I make the commitment to do it, it's like, oh, here we go. It's like running a marathon. You can't decide two weeks before the marathon, hey, I'm going to start running. We got right to free agency, and I felt some pressure to do it and talk to the team and the organization, and it all worked out. He was asked if he was ready to retire. He said yes. And he said, "When I think when you're their age, meaning Mahomes and Allen, uh, if you were to ask me, are you going to play football next year? I'd say there's a 100% chance of playing. But as he's gotten older, he says that's changed because he has other responsibilities. Interesting. And, you know, look, if he's not the GOAT, then he's certainly in the conversation. So there you go. By the way, Women's College World Series underway and already action. Texas leads UCLA 4-0 in the third inning. Texas 43-19, and UCLA 48-8. and uh, And Texas made a really good defensive play, throwing out a UCLA runner at home. So uh, we'll keep you abreast of that game. Northwestern and Oklahoma, what a tough draw for Northwestern, uh, will play the 2-30 game. Florida plays the 7 o'clock game, and then... Arizona and Oklahoma State, the nightcap. Let's take some calls. We'll start with Byron. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Steve, I'm so looking forward to the NBA uh, Finals tonight, man. Uh, of course, I'm not going to keep hopping on Boston. Go Celtics. But, Steve, man, I was in uh, South Florida, Clearwater, uh, uh, Pinellas County, I, and one of my – somebody I close to the family would pay for the books. And it's a friend of mine who works right there at Lodgewood County Housing Authority, pay for Charlotte Hornets, uh, or, or you know, we're in the organization. Like, 
and and I, I you know I was kind of through the Sarasota stingers and trying to play Steve. So that's you know like you was with baseball. So I apologize for being. But what I want to call my Steve today is you know you were talking about yesterday, Steve, the uh, top three franchises. And Steve, I think it has to go with the cities. So I'm not Brownie pointing you, but I think New York. I would top to put them in the three. I'm doing my Gator man. He he do the top ten. This is my top six, but I'm gonna do the top three and three honorable mentions if you allow me. New York coming in at three. Steve, the Knicks, Yankees, Rangers, Nets, and the Rangers. I, I mean, Steve, don't say they gonna lose no more. I mean, they beat my Lightning, and I don't want to. I'd be all over the place, but the Rangers and you got the Nets now, the Giants in football, but Boston, that is a great city. The Celts, Sox, Pats, Bruins, and I, I can't see. And my last one would be California, L.A., with all those franchises out there. Steve, we was talking a few weeks ago, you might remember, and you told me Tampa Bay. I don't think they're in that league yet, but the Lightning, the Bucks, and, and the Rays. And also, I, I just say, honorable mention to Texas which, which, and, and Chicago, Illinois, and that's the best states and cities in franchises. Steve, thank you, and, and whatever. You, anybody got anything to argue about that, let me know. Go get it, Myron, thanks. I'll argue about it. L.A.'s awful right now. You've got the Dodgers, the Lakers, bad, awful. Clippers, eh? Angels, eh? So what's the, what's the like about L.A.? They, I mean, they have an iconic franchise in the Lakers, yes, but that, like the Knicks are an iconic franchise, but they, they're awful. So, yeah, I don't know about L.A. Chris, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I wanted to talk uh, and get your opinion on the future of fandom in college football. Um, Because one of the things that I see has been a problem with baseball, um, you know, in the 80s, it kind of peaked and – they weren't able to sort of like uh, double down on getting young fans involved. And I think it, baseball kind of inherently has some problems just being slower and it's static. You know, Sports Center uh, needs movement and there's just not enough movement for highlights. So um, I think that's part of the problem there. But as they keep skewing older and older and older, um, it's hard to get excited and you you can't really have things go viral again because it's not there's not enough movement but i'm starting to see that problem maybe with college football in that all of these fan sites uh on social media all the call-in radio shows the podcasts are all inhabited by older people and now that you have people hopping from school to school Kids don't really grow up loyal. They don't grow up fans the way they did when you were a kid or even when I was a kid. Um, and, and I'm wondering, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, when when there's basically free agency in college sports, which I, I'm all for the NIL and stuff, but, like, I think an unhealthy byproduct is going to be that we just don't have fans, rabid fans, um, going to the stadiums and following teams the way they used to. And I, I wanted to see what you thought about what that's going to look like and, and mm-hmm. can college football do anything to to save it from being baseball. And I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, okay. Steve. Thank you, Chris. Um, wow. There's, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack there. 
I don't. I think baseball and college football are apples and oranges, simply because of what baseball used to be. It was nicknamed America's pastime. That's what it was. Okay, and then football—good, bad, wrong, right—overtook it. I, I really believe this. Come September, whatever it is, and Gator football is playing Utah, no one will care at that point. At 7 o'clock at night, nobody will care about the NIL. Nobody will care about what college kids are getting paid. No one will care about that. They'll be jacked for Gator football. The bigger issue is twofold. One, big screen televisions and air conditioning and the price of tickets and the price of going to a game. If that continues to skyrocket, more people will stay home and will not go to a stadium. That, that I think, is a bigger issue. And I think the other issue then becomes... Money, simply money. If gas is $5 a gallon, is that going to deter some people from coming to a game? It might. So, I mean, that, that that's part of it too. But I don't know that fans are going to care about NIL. They will still get behind their team. But will they go to a game if the ticket price is too high, if it costs too much for the hotel, if I can sit home and watch it in my air conditioning comfort, that is a bigger issue, I think, for the sport. Jay, hello. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good, Jay. Hey, I have I have a question. So I'm I, I don't know what it is, man, but I'm starting to get into Gator baseball. I'm starting to become a baseball fan. <laughs> okay. And in my question, my question is to you that I have is so when it comes to pitching. Now I know that that's very that's that's a very dominant part of the game. So how does that work with how many times someone can pitch like in a week, or is that a rule, or can you explain that to me a little bit? Sure, there's rules for that at the lower levels. In other words, if you're okay. coaching high school, you can only pitch so many innings a week, and that's just because you have a young arm that you're protecting, and you don't want to overuse that arm. And believe me, when I coached high school baseball. There were coaches that did that. Um, now, at the big league level, the college level, there are no rules. But there's, I mean, look, if you are a weekend starter in college, okay, okay, then you pitch on Friday night, you don't pitch again until Friday night. That That's just okay. how it is. Um, and most of the time, you don't throw more than 100, 110 pitches in a start. Can that vary? Yes. And remember, pitchers throw bullpens, too, before their starts. They go out yeah. and they throw you know, however many pitches they need to throw to stay sharp. But that's generally the rule in college. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, I, and, I, and those Gators really turned, turned something on uh, the last weekend, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, that, that this run they've made has been impressive. Um, and they've, you know, in the you, you can look at the schedule 
and say in the regular season, well, okay, you beat South Carolina and you beat Missouri and they weren't very good, which is true. But in the SEC tournament, you know, they beat Arkansas. They beat Vanderbilt. They played Tennessee pretty tough. They can still be pitched to. You know, we saw that the first two games when Carolina and A&M had good pitchers and the Gators couldn't hit them. And that's my big question with this team. You know, can they scuff up enough runs if they face, you know, really, really good pitching? But there's no doubt they're playing good baseball now. Yeah, everyone said they had to go on a run, and they did it. Man, thank you, Steve. Okay, Jay. Yep, thank you. Copper Gator and Greg, stay right there. Get right to you. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm DJ McCatherine. Gator softball is in Oklahoma City for their first game in the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State at 7 p.m., and you can catch the action right here. Gator Baseball is hosting for the NCAA Regionals. They face off against Central Michigan in the first round tomorrow at 6.30, and you can also catch that game right here. Game 1 of the NBA Finals is on tonight. Former Gators Chris Gioza and Al Horford are playing in their first NBA Finals, and you can catch the tip-off at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers look to take a 2-0 lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. The puck drop is at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. Thanks for listening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Right now at International Diamond Center, you can get that Rolex watch you've always dreamed of and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. That's right. Now for a limited time, IDC's incredible five-year zero interest plan is available on over 800 luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Luxury timepieces have never been so affordable. IDC's buyers have scoured the country, buying up only the best of the best pre-owned Rolexes, the ones you can't find anywhere else. Daytonas, Batmans, Pepsis, Datejusts, Submariners, each one carefully inspected and in pristine condition. If you've been trying to find a Rolex, you know what a challenge it is. But IDC has the model you want in stock now at a very competitive price. And now through June 30th, you can pick out the Rolex you've always wanted. We'll make it more affordable than ever with special five years zero interest financing. Hurry in for the best selection. We've got hundreds of Rolex watches for both men and women. Don't miss this opportunity to get the Rolex you deserve only at International Diamond Center. Unapproved credit, some restrictions apply. See store for details or shop IDC.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. In the past, the conversation around personal mental health has been virtually non-existent. Fortunately, people everywhere are opening up to the idea that talking about our emotions and experiences isn't something to be ashamed of. But even though the narrative is changing, we still live in a world where finding support can be difficult. We knew there had to be a better way to help people take care of themselves and to take the mystery and stigma out of therapy. That's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. Our mission is simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. With BetterHelp, you can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You can contact your therapist when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first.
Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, <laughs> even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Dot com. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 11. There's a large contingent of, F- of FSU fans ready to move on from him. 36 and 33 in conference since he's been there. Barely made the field this year. Yeah, if they make a run, though, that's that that opinion will change. But um, let's get some more calls here. Copper Gator is first. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. You know, I find it uh, I find it wild that you're having to talk about football in the middle of. The, the NBA Finals, the Eastern Conference for, for hockey, you got World Series softball, and you got baseball and regionals, and still people find time to talk about football. But, hey, I guess that's what it is, man. That is what it is. <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to piggyback on the last call you were talking about baseball and if there were rules about pitching and stuff. You mentioned about pitch counts and things like that. Another big thing that's changed the amount of pitches thrown by, by pitchers is analytics. You know, the, the analytics of seeing a guy two times versus three times. And, you know, with Sproat's case going to the ninth for, for the for the SEC tournament was four times. And, and that's really changed how many pitches they're throwing a lot these days. I agree. And I think it's a case-by-case basis, obviously, because Sully allowed him to go out, you know, mm-hmm. and try to finish that off because he pitched so well. But, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the, the bigger issue of that, Copper Gator, too, is just the use of the bullpen. I mean, you know, in the old days – if you were in the bullpen, right. you weren't any good. Uh, you you couldn't be a starter, and then all of a sudden, you got a, you, you, yeah. got, you got a closer, and then there was the eighth inning guy, and then there's a seventh inning guy. So I mean, it, it's all evolved. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and I mean, if you were if you were in the bullpen back in the day, you grabbed yourself a hot dog, and yeah, sunflower seeds, and, and just chilled and watched and watched from out there. Yeah, you know, the the last thing I wanted to get your feedback on, and it's and it's unique, and I, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. If there's other tournaments that do it, but for the women's World Series for softball, the loser of the winner's bracket game. So you win, you, you play today, and then the winners play tomorrow. They switch bracket sides. So, for instance, if Florida wins today, 
loses tomorrow, they would then be on the upper part of the bracket and vice versa. Do you know of any other tournament that does that? No. And, I, and I'm sure it, there is. I just can't think of one. And, and it, what do you think about that? I'm not sure I'm sold on it. Like for the SEC tournament, you stayed in your bracket until you met in the championship, which we were not going to see Tennessee to the end. We got Arkansas and A&M twice and things like that. Are you a fan of having switching sides so you're not playing the same team potentially? Or do you like it where your draw is is where your draw is at? To be brutally honest, because I broadcast the games, it doesn't really matter. You know, as far as baseball is yeah. concerned, if I were just, you know, if I was a fan and watched it, um, I kind of like switching the brackets. I, I, I've always kind of liked what softball does. And, right. you know, that's the other thing. Softball also has single elimination in the SEC tournament, and baseball doesn't. So <laughs> some of the things that softball does, I, I really like. And I wish baseball would go to what softball does in Hoover. I would bring every team there, not you know, yep. not have somebody not show up, and then yep. you know play single elimination and go from there. But they won't listen to me. Uh, well, I appreciate your time, Steve. And go Gators! They play tonight at seven, and we'll talk to you later, man. All right, thanks for your call, Copper Gator. Appreciate you, Greg. Welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. I had a quick question for you, just to preface it though, with uh, Tim Walton uh, or Coach Walton. Got names mixed up. Coach Walton had to talk back Colin Castleton for a fifth year. We haven't yet seen the results of that. Um, I would argue it's because Colin's probably very mature, can relay what the team feels to him. I think it was crucial for Golden to get him to come back and much, you know, to where our happiness in Gator Nation. But I also know that, like, people, a player on the softball team, just hang with me, Carla Eccles, she had a team on te- a spot on Team USA already. Skylar Wallace probably could have gotten one. Hannah Adams. And so which coach, in your opinion, really needed their stars to come back in order to have success? And I know we haven't seen Golden yet, but just your thoughts on that. And I uh, love this team and go Gators. All right, Greg, thank you. Boy, um, that's hard to answer. I mean, obviously, you, you know, softball, you, you don't play until the season is done, right? So it's a little bit different. Right, Castleton coming back, I think, is very critical for Florida men's basketball. Extremely critical. Um, but you know, it's a little bit different because if if he didn't come back, he either played overseas or gone to the NBA. You know, if you're going to play uh, softball, you stick around. So it's a little bit apples and oranges. But um, Castleton, I think, is the most important. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, Steve, how, how uh, surprised were you by that result yesterday, man, the Rangers? Uh, surprised. Um, although, you know, after the initial shock of watching some of that game, um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier I talked to a couple of ESPN people today that cover hockey, and the way that they put it I thought was, you know, really good. Cause I, the first thing I thought was, well, the, Toronto did that too. Uh, and, you know, how much of this was uh, rust on Tampa's part, having not played for a while, and then how much of this was, you know, the, the adrenaline from, you know, winning the series against Carolina carrying over here to game one. That's why I think from here on out we're going to start to see, I think, who's better. Yeah, game two is going to be a big one, man. Yeah. Um, I was going to 
touch base on that Tommy White thing. Yeah, I was going to tell folks not to get their hopes up too much on that one. He grew up a uh, FSU fan. Right. And and I also read that the ACC has a deadline date to go to another ACC team without having to sit out the year, and he made sure to put in his name prior to that deadline date. So don't get your hopes up high if you're a Gator and fan and you think want to think about putting my first base there, man. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, well, the other thing is, they, I mean, FSU's lineup being yeah. what it is, because they don't hit much. I mean, he's got an instant place in that lineup if he goes there. Well, instant place, especially at first base, because remember, FSU went down to Miami and took their first base to yeah. Corral. Who hasn't been very good. Transfer, yeah. So he's out of there. So he could just slide right in, man. So that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, listen, you want to avoid OU softball at all costs. <laughs> I actually right. think – I actually believe that they could give Tennessee baseball probably the best game, to be honest with you. Okay? OU softball is ridiculous. Have you seen them play, Steve? Yes. I saw them uh, early in the year, very early in the year, um, and knew they were good. I didn't. I mean, if you just said to me then, you know, would they be this dominant, I, I would have said, I don't yeah. know. But I was impressed by what I saw. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Different level, man. Just the athleticism. They're up to play. I mean, they just athletic. They look like like a semi-pro minor league baseball team, man. I mean, they are really, really good. So even just making it to the championship round against them, that is kind of a victory in and of itself. I think it, it'll be a huge upset if anybody takes them down. Just huge. You know, it, right. it's, you funny you, it's funny you huh? said that, Tony, because I actually – I don't know where I saw it. I was just, I was prepping for the show, and I always look at, you know, websites or podcasts or articles. I want to say it was the New York Times when they said, to your point, that Tennessee and Oklahoma, you know, were the dominant teams in their respective sports. So it's kind of funny you said that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see a little two out of three. Between both of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> but anyway, take it easy, Steve. Okay, thank you, Tony. Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, Oklahoma's 54-2. and 54-2. and two. Um, So, that's... I mean, uh, now, remember, Texas beat them in the regular year, and they're in this tournament, and Oklahoma State beat them. So... They, they're not invincible. And again, it's all matchup, right? Texas isn't going to be intimidated playing them. They're not. But are, are they the favorites? Yes. And remember, as Kyle Crooks pointed out, Oklahoma lost to James Madison. You never know. You never know. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run, but you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. 
but I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies today and hot temperatures. Highs in the low 90s will have a very low chance for a brief and passing shower later on this afternoon into the evening. Tonight, mostly clear skies. Areas of patchy fog popping up tomorrow morning, especially along the I-10 corridor, also closer to the St. John's River. Lows near 70. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. on taking the three. Our process was go for the win, which I did. I thought that he's in transition. Al, Hart, Al Horford is backing off of him. Jimmy Butler can blow right by Al Horford. Look, we could be saying something different. Um, if he made that shot, they advanced. I still didn't like the shot. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Gators, the Beavers, the Women's College World Series. 
Coverage starts tonight at 6.50 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. About 25 minutes left today. Laura Rutledge joins us tomorrow. Talk a little football. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, when we are done today, we're going to bring you out to Tampa Bay Rays baseball as they take on the Texas Rangers. And there's some afternoon baseball going on now. I will keep you abreast of because uh, former Gator Alex Fiedo is pitching today for Detroit. Uh, the Yankees at home, it's a doubleheader. They lead the Angels 2 nothing, uh, And Nestor Cortez is pitching. He's been, he's been a guy who's come out of like, well, he pitched at the end of last year for them pretty well, but he's like Cy Young for them this year. He's been great. Uh, anyway, uh, Yankees up 2 nothing. Tigers 1-0 over the Twins. That game is in the second inning. Um, and again, that's the game Alex Fiedo is pitching. Rays Rangers comes at you at two o'clock. There's also White Sox Blue Jays this afternoon. Everything else is um, at night. Heath says some random sports stuff to ask you. He's got three things. Really enjoy trash talking sports. It can be a powerful weapon. What are your opinions on trash talk? I guess it depends on what the trash talk is. Because, like, for example, they don't allow it anymore, but bench jockeying used to be really cool. I mean, you could, you know, I, I was good at it. I didn't like getting it. And that was the problem. I didn't like getting it. But, you know, you if, if, if you're going to, you know, say something to somebody um, it better be, you know, on sports, not personal. I've never been much for that. Um, he says, does your opinion change based on the sport? No, it doesn't. Um, you know, like the other day when the, the Tennessee player, player bat flipped in front of the Gator bench, oh, God, I'd have been all over that. I mean, you can trash talk that. He also says, is there a pro or college athlete that ever did anything so stupid on or off the field you want to give him a stern father-son style? To, oh, many times. Many times. But I also try to understand, and I think a lot of people forget this, how many stupid things did you do when you were 18 or 19 years old? It doesn't excuse it. Please understand that, okay? I'm not saying, well, you know, I just... But that has to be, I think, part of it. What's your favorite Gator football uniform combination? I'm as bland as you want to get. White pants, blue tops. That, that's, I mean, can you make other ones? Yeah, you can, Heath, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty easy with that. Bruce says, saw a clip on Facebook the Jets shared. Nothing but Joe Namath deep throws. I'm with Madden and Walsh. Who both said he was the best passer they've seen. Hmm. 
I saw him throw a lot of interceptions. But, you know, he was my guy. So, I mean, I'm not going to trash him. He's my dude. Gator Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. So, I'm really excited for the finals tonight as a Celtics fan. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night, but I guess that's the price of doing business. But I wanted to just mention how refreshing it is to have a finals where you look up and down the roster and it's all guys, or not all, but mostly guys that were drafted by the team that they're representing in the finals. I mean, you look at the Celtics rotation, uh, Al Horford is the only one for like the first seven or eight guys off the bench that wasn't drafted by the Celtics. So it's just, and I, I haven't looked into the Warriors, but I know Steph and Clay. Uh, Draymond, Jordan Poole were all drafted by the Warriors. So I, I don't know if it's going to change the way teams operate, but I do think it's really refreshing to see finally a finals that isn't some super team, you know, coming together like Kevin Ray with the Warriors or Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and Kevin Love all on the Cavs for the last few years. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to construct the house for sure. Because um, remember, you know, that, that Warriors team a few years ago that had Durant was sort of a super team. But it is nice to see, I mean, look, the, the core of the Warriors is Green, is Curry. Uh, so, I mean, and, and Clay Thompson. So, yeah, you like that. And, you know, on the other side of the coin, the, the, the core of the Celtics is there. That's... The, the, once again, I'm going to go back to fandom here. If you look at even teams from 20 years ago, there weren't super teams, but there were, you know, teams made trades, and the Celtics got the Bill Waltons and people like that to add to their rosters, but it wasn't as widespread as it is now. I'm, I'm with you with that. Sure, and I think part of that, you know, we're seeing it with football too, is just how rampant and how, how much the players, for lack of a better word, write have been expanded when it comes to free agency. Sure. So that might have something to do with it. has a lot to do with Um, it, I think. So let me ask you this, and I asked a similar question um, on the tailgate. When you look at Oklahoma in the Women's College World Series, sort of the elephant in the room here, um, is there any chance in your mind that since we're on the opposite side, something similar to 2017 with Oregon State could happen and, and with the baseball team? where everyone just sort of penciled them in to win the whole thing. And, you know, a couple weird games against LSU later, and we didn't have to see them once. Um, do you, do you, I mean, I don't know exactly how the double elimination works, but is there any way we can get to the final and not see Oklahoma? And yes. It? Yes. they got to keep winning. But, yes, there there is a path to that where they would not see Oklahoma. Because, remember, you, you switch brackets, the way the softball – bracket thing works so yes uh, there is a way they can avoid oklahoma till late so keeping that in mind if if you were an odds maker and you know you wanted to make a bet with me and i you wanted to lay odds on one of us get oklahoma and one of us gets all seven other teams what do you think those odds would be and i'll take your answer out here thank you oh gosh thank you mike oh my gosh i don't i don't know what the odds would be um but I think you it would go something along this nature. Uh, you, know, you know, do you take the field or do you take Oklahoma? 
And there's a lot of people that are taking Oklahoma. History proves you can have, look, if the L.A. Dodgers, let me take baseball, the L.A. Dodgers win 105 games and they play them all, they still lose 57 games. So sometimes it's when you play them. Sometimes it's the ball bouncing a certain way. Somebody upsets a team. I mentioned James Madison last year for Oklahoma. So are they the prohibitive favorite going into this? Yes. Should they be? Yes. Look at already Texas has beaten UCLA 4 nothing last I looked. You don't know. But I don't know what the odds are. I think most people would take Oklahoma over the field this year because they've been so dominant. But look at the teams that have beaten them. Two of those teams are also in the College World Series. You just – when Florida went to Virginia Tech – in the Super, and Florida lost the first game. How many people thought Florida would come out of that? And I'm not suggesting Virginia Tech is Oklahoma. I'm just suggesting you're on the road, you lost your first game. Virginia Tech has been good all year. Obviously, I think they were a three. So what's the odds? Well, Florida beat those odds. Oregon State probably has the worst numbers of any team in this tournament, but they got there because they upset somebody. You just don't know on a given day what's going to happen, and that is the proverbial beauty of sports because you just don't know. 392-8255, you can email srussell at wruf.com as we wrap up a sports scene show for today. And uh, tomorrow, as I mentioned, Laura Rutledge will be here, and we'll get to see some of the uh, softball games, and we'll get to see uh, the NBA Finals as well. So we'll have plenty to uh, talk about uh, tomorrow. And, of course, getting ready for the regional. Texas now leads UCLA 5 nothing in the bottom half of the fifth. So... Barring a total collapse, Texas is going to move on. Remember, Northwestern and that great Oklahoma team at 54-2 is scheduled to play at 2.30 Eastern time. So you want to get a look at that team. If you haven't seen them play, there's your chance. Um, And you can check them out. Also, uh, Oregon State, Florida, you can hear the game here tonight, 6.50. And then the late game, has 38 and 20 Arizona and 46 and 12 Oklahoma State, coached by a former Gator assistant Kenny Kenny Gazewski, who was there. 144 time check brought to you by Hayes Jillaby. Final segment coming up. ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm DJ McCatherine. Gator softball is in Oklahoma City for their first game in the Women's College World Series. They are set to take on Oregon State at 7 p.m., and you can catch the action right here. Gator baseball is hosting for the NCAA Regionals. They face off against Central Michigan in the first round tomorrow at 6.30, and you can also catch that game right here. Game 1 of the NBA Finals is on tonight. 
Former Gators Chris Gioza and Al Horford are playing in their first NBA Finals, and you can catch the tip-off at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, the New York Rangers look to take a 2-0 lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. The puck drop is at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. Thanks for listening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where you, the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Life is all about choices, veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on Gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabit per second requires Cox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. The Gators, the Gyps, the Gainesville Baseball Regional. Coverage starts Friday night at 625, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Mick Cooper, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. I'll miss that voice. Twins and Tigers now 1-1.
in the third. So Fido's going two and two-thirds, giving up an earned run, two hits, three strikeouts. Yankees, 2-0 over the Angels. That game is still in the bottom half of the second. And don't forget, we're going to get you out to uh, Rays Rangers in a little less than uh, 10 minutes. By the way, how about this? Per Forbes, LeBron James, the first active NBA player to have a net worth of $1 billion. With a B. Okay? He made $121 million from May of 2021 to May of this year. That's ridiculous. But you know what? There was an athlete who made more. I wonder if you can guess in the last 10 minutes who that is. And don't cheat. I would never have guessed this. So again, LeBron made $121 million from May to May. On-court salary, off-court earnings. One other person made more. I'll tell you who it is. Lionel Messi. $130 million. That's just ridiculous. So, wow. James made, where Forbes estimates, more than $500 million from cash and investments. He made $90 million from Fenway Sports Group. He was at one time a minority owner of Liverpool FC. And he exchanged that for a 1% ownership stake in Fenway Sports Group. That group owns Liverpool, Fenway Park, the Red Sox, uh, and I think they're going to buy the Pittsburgh Penguins too. But how about that? Also, he made money, $30 million, in the pizza chain Blaze Pizza. James bought a 10% stake for less than a million dollars back in 2012. So see, wise investment gets you good money. Wow, that's just, that's amazing to me. Tomorrow, when I have Laura Rutledge here, I'm going to ask you this question. The SEC meetings in Destin have been going on, and there's been a lot of talk about, you know, the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, breaking off the SEC and, you know, doing their own championship, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the deal. You can either have, as far as a playoff is concerned, an eight-team playoff or a 12-team playoff. Which of those do you think is the most likely? I'm going to ask that tomorrow. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If Greg Sankey has anything to do with it, 
if an eight-team playoff is proposed, he's done. And I'll tell you why tomorrow. Jeff is with us now. Jeff, hello. Steve, how are you? Good. You know, uh, most teams would would uh, whine and complain about having to play six games in the SEC tournament, moan and groan. Uh, but I think in a roundabout way, this really helped the Gator uh, pitching staff, not just for the rest of this year, but for next year. When you get guys like Carson Finvold and Timmy Manning and Ficarota and Ryan Slater and Ursetti and Abner, all that work, it, uh, I mean, those guys have to be emboldened and confidence uh, going into next year. Well, don't take that too far, in my opinion, okay? Because I've seen too much of this. You sometimes have a person in fall ball that just lights it up, right? And then they come in and struggle. Timmy Manning, perfect example, okay? And I think what happens is there's an overreaction to one good outing. Glad that he did. And we might look back on this, Jeff, and say this was the springboard for Timmy Manning to have confidence and be the pitcher that I think you know Kevin O'Sullivan thought he would be when he recruited him. That could happen. But I think there's an overreaction sometimes when there's just a good outing. You, you, that's not good enough. It's encouraging, but you've got to have more than that. But let's see if they can build on it. I'm anxious to see that. Yeah, it, it'll definitely be uh, interesting to see. Uh, uh, but, you know, at least their mindset is different now. I mean, uh, Timmy Manning was thinking like, oh, my gosh, I'm you know, going to be a bench player the rest of my life. And Finville, probably the same thing. And, and th- these guys now are thinking like, you know what, I'm pretty good. And uh, so, you know, I agree. We need to be cautiously optimistic uh, and not over the, over the top. But I, but I think that this that could have been a godsend uh, for the Gator baseball team. Oh, it could. If, if everything sort of broke right, Jeff, and fell into place, uh, then yes. I mean, look, we've seen this young pitching staff kind of grow as the year has gone along. Um, and it's helped get the Gators to where they are now. But my two biggest concerns going into this regional, and it's the same for anybody, okay? When Florida played those first two games of the SEC tournament, they were fortunate they didn't get knocked out. They didn't hit, right? They pitched it great, but they didn't hit. And Florida's not hit better pitching all year long. So – if they run into that in this regional, can they hit enough? That's my question. Right. That that's a, that guy with Central Michigan is, uh, you know, kind of an elite talent. Yep. It's going to be a high draft pick. Right. That's my uh, point. That's what we got to face in the first round. And yep. Liberty's got at least two guys, so, as does Oklahoma. So you're right. We're, we're going to have to see whether this um, – this Gator lineup can uh, produce runs against good pitching. And, yep. Uh, you know, we, we finally hit uh, Tennessee late. Yeah. Actually, you know, what, what's funny, Steve, is that that, that uh, Tennessee game was closer than it, than it looked. We, Tennessee had seven runs on seven hits, and we had zero runs on seven hits. And we weren't getting the timely hit. And that, that ball that ball that they uh, 
lined out to left field to get the three runs to make it four nothing. That looked like it was going right to Wyatt, and it it uh, crept crept over his head a little bit. Yeah, he misjudged it. And yeah, uh, but you know, but that's kind of the fine lines. It's fragile. I mean, baseball is a weird sport, and it it uh, you know things go your way, you win. <laughs> well, things don't go your way. You think win. about basketball. If you make shots, right, you win. If you don't, hard to win. In football, that's right. You know, to make or miss sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, here's a play where guys wide open drops the ball, or you know, the quarterback missed the guy, didn't make it. I mean, it, it most times in sports, it boils down to a few key plays in a game that determine a win or a loss. Jeff, I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Uh, BB will end. He says what I've seen from Destin, including Saban, Jimbo, NIL transfer portal, even that strange little guy on the bench wearing Auburn shorts. An Alabama T-shirt and the pink "I Love Madonna" cap. Um, you've got your known unknowns and your unknown knowns. He was just kidding about the little guy it was Lady Gaga cap. Yeah. When you go to those things, you see, and it's it's that way for SEC media days too. When fans get to go there, uh, you see a lot of different stuff. When you go there today. Our thanks to ESPN's Kyle Peterson for coming on. He's got the Auburn Regional, and uh, he handicapped the baseball regional field for us today. Kyle Crooks, Gator softball, play-by-play guy, uh, telling you about Florida's chances in the College World Series. And, of course, Jordan Bischel, the head baseball coach at Central Michigan, Florida's first opponent in the regional. Our thanks to all of them coming on today. Tomorrow, Laura Rutledge here. Uh, and we're going to talk more specifically tomorrow. We'll talk NFL with her, but I'm, I want to throw out the reason tomorrow why I think an eight-team playoff will not sit well with the SEC commissioner. Big reasons for that. Thanks to Parker for producing today. We thank you for taking time out of your day to listen and participate. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1.